This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Oh, video, the radio video, the radio. you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. and levity in a crazy crazy world i'm your host christian i am uh, with my co-host tony sanfilippo tony how you doing today doing good man uh it is wednesday uh ready for another show yesterday unfortunately we had technical difficulties and we couldn't do that so today we'll be taking the best of what we were gonna do yesterday mixing with what we we're gonna do today have yeah. a midweek sandwich right there. Yeah, you know, we started going yesterday and turned the audio on, and then all we got was a <laughs> sound. So a uh, little worrisome, but uh, you know what? It's it's all part of the amount of technology that we deal with on a daily basis. And we're here today with a brand new show, and uh, yeah, we're going to make it fun. We're going to have a good time. Hi, yeah, I'm excited for it. Look forward to... Uh it's a fast two hours, that's for sure. So that is true. Uh, ready, ready to roll with it, and uh, you know, inadvertently, I am wearing Dodger colors today, as I noticed. They did win last night, eight to three, over the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, not a Dodger fan, but for my friend Stacy, uh, who listens to the show, yep, I'm wearing Dodger colors, although Rock. it's not planned. Rocking that Dodger <laughs> blue. Luckily, they're not playing the Astros this year in the World Series. Uh, if they were, this would be the one time I'd root for the Dodgers. Actually, you know, I don't even care. They're NLS. If they win, they win. They haven't won since 1988. No kidding. Yeah, so Whoa. actually for Dodger fans, it wouldn't be so bad if they won. I no, know they're in no, the division. They, they won a couple years ago. No? They didn't? 1988, man. They've been to the World Series the last few years. They lost to the Boston Red Sox. And then they lost to the uh, cheating Astros. I was. All went all win about seven games, I think, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm wrong, you correct me below. But yeah, no, they have not won since 1988. Kurt Gibson's big bomb against the Oakland A's. All right, all right, fair enough. Yeah, so Dodger fans, they they deserve one. Yep. They do. That they do. Well, folks, let's kick things off the way we normally do with a question for my co-host uh, Tony. We've talked about in the past that uh, you're a little apprehensive to maybe go to the doctors when uh, <laughs> it's absolutely necessary. But with that being said, how bad would you have to be injured to call an ambulance versus drive yourself to the hospital? 
Ooh, for me personally, I guess it would be like if I was in such excruciating pain where I couldn't uh, like function. Let's say if I was having a heart attack or a stomach cramp or something, and I literally was like, if I'm on the floor holding and I can't move, that would be about it. I mean, probably even if I was cut bad or something, I could just wrap it or function. It's enough. Luckily, there's a hospital not too far from where I live here, so wouldn't be such a long drive. So that would be something along those lines. Okay, all right, fair enough. Well, a one in a million farming accident last week resulted in the arm, in the arm of an experienced worker. Uh, in the being, arm of the experienced one. Well, not uh, not the arms of the angels, but uh, in the <laughs> arm of an experienced worker being completely severed after it was caught in a hay baler. Farmer Nathan McPherson said his good friend Adam Simmons, both from Gainman in New South Wales Riverina, I assume that this is Australia, was lucky to escape with his life after he became entwined in the hay baler. Quote, he was just doing a routine check on his baler and, he, and his, uh, has got his hand caught in the baler and it took completely off from the elbow. Wow. And the way he is, he is a good man, full of character. He jumped in the tractor and drove 400 meters to find the paddock where they were stacking bales to get help. A helicopter transported Mr. Simmons, 36, from the property to a hospital in Canberra. They said for his arm to be completely off his body for three and a half hours and rolling around in a baler and for them to secure the arm back on is just a one in a million story. It's a pretty horrific story. He is traveling okay now and they have somehow managed to put the arm back on. Uh, that sounds like something straight out of a horror movie, and the fact that they were able to reattach his own arm, hopefully it takes. You know, sometimes the body rejects when it's been mangled so bad, but... Uh, right. I, I, yeah, hey, when you're uh, out there uh, in the farming world using equipment, you know, that could happen. But, geez, that is definitely a... Uh, that's a yeah, that's a painful way to start the morning there. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of starting the morning, we have a wonderful show to, show lined up for you today on this Wednesday. Hump day, yeah, yeah. Being that it's Wednesday, we have words are hard Wednesdays. We have a segment called cursed comments. Our call-in topic is actually a contest. Phoenix face-off, uh, rank it with Tony. We have whatever happened to the cast of, you'll have to stay tuned to find out which cast we're talking about. We have this day in history, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. you need for the Christian Phoenix radio show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix radio show. It is Wednesday, October 21st. We have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. We talk about it uh, quite a bit each day. It's a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. You can tell us how you're feeling. Maybe you had your arm ripped off in a hay baler, had it reattached, and uh, you're feeling good enough to dial that number. That number for the Phoenix Line... <laughs> 
you'd have to be watching to see what Tony's doing. But uh, yeah. <laughs> in any case, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is October 21st, 2014. It is my nephew Eric's 18th birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. I know you're not watching, but if you were, wishing you a happy birthday. But I digress. It is time for the entertainment news. Let's roll with the Filippo fast. You realize you just said it was 2014? Did I? You really did. Oh, jeez. Well, <laughs> You're living six years in the past. Happened. Well, you know, I, I read something that had 2014. Oh, My okay. brain does weird stuff when there's something on screen. I cl- it's like the Ron Burgundy effect. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's 2014. It's six six years prior. There will be COVID-19 and the world will go mad. Just You're right. Jeez <laughs> Louise. Live radio. Hey, rest in peace to Tony Lewis, singer of The Outfield. Uh, his famous song, Your Love. Um he passed away at 62. That was Charlie Blackman. It is Charlie Blackman's walk-up song for the Rockies. Nice. So, yeah, but sucks. He passed away at 62. Star Wars, Taika Waititi, uh, movies, uh, his Star Wars movies are rumored to be scouting locations later this year. So they're getting the ball rolling on that, starting eyeball where to film these. And uh, looking forward, I think he's going to really bring a bitchin' trilogy, in my opinion. Oh, Yeah! What's not really bitching, but might, maybe for some of you it might be, the Grease prequel show Rise of the Pink Ladies is moving to Paramount Plus. Nope. Which spells impending doom. Yes. <laughs> if, if you go to the Paramount Plus, I can't tell you one person that has that, but uh, good luck. Right. Grease Didn't Lightning. they used to be Spike? Uh, were you ever a fan of the Dawson? No, no, I couldn't get no, behind I, I wasn't either. But a lot of our friends that, obviously, that was a big show while we were in high school 20 years ago. Well, it is now coming to Netflix, but it will not have its original theme song. Uh, I don't want to wait. Whatever that was. From Paula Cole. Um, November 1st. So they'll have a new intro because they don't have the rights to the song. But you can enjoy the Dawson a.k.a. Dawson's Creek, starting November 1st. I don't want said, your life. Yeah. Sorry, I, that's Varsity <laughs> Blues. <laughs> All right, Malks. Oh, and sad news. The Big Lebowski star Jeff Bridges announces he has cancer. Um, as the as he put on Twitter, as the dude would say, new bleep has come to light. Bridges tweeted Monday, I have been diagnosed with lymphoma, although this is... It is a serious disease. I feel fortunate that I have a great team of doctors and the prognosis is good. I'm starting treatment and will keep you posted on my recovery. So speedy recovery to um, Jebediah the dude. Stain. So, <laughs> yes. And now on to the actual entertainment news of 2020. So Not 2014? Um, not 2014, okay, no. Right, I, right. I can't believe I read what was on this damn screen there. <laughs> Ron uh, California reveals when Disneyland will finally be able to reopen. After months of debate and discussion, it looks like the state of California is setting guidelines to reopen Disneyland. Can you believe it's been out since March? Like, it has not been open. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, the Anaheim theme park has been fighting to open its gates for quite a while now, especially after Florida's Walt Disney World reopened over the summer. 
Tuesday, the governor of California announced that Disneyland would be able to begin operations once again when its county reaches the yellow minimal tier of public safety. In regards to the ongoing battle against COVID-19, California has four different tiers that represent the threat level of the virus at any given time. Purple is widespread, red is substantial, orange is moderate, and yellow is mineral. Minimal. Wow. Mineral? Words are hard. Thank God we're doing that segment today. <laughs> Unions fought for Disneyland to be included in the orange tier for the reopening, but California has decided it belongs to the yellow tier instead. Once Orange County currently in the red tier reaches the yellow tier, Disneyland and other theme parks will be able to reopen at 25% capacity. Um, the county... Uh, which they are in Orange County, uh, would need less than one new case per 100,000 residents each day, a positive test rate of less than 2%. It sounds, so in a long story here, doesn't give a specific date of when this is going to reopen, but when it does, 25% capacity. And uh, it just seems like California, well, you got to applaud that they're doing things safely, making right. sure that the public's safe. This is a huge, uh, a huge thing for uh, Disney not to be open, man. What's your take on on that? Well, the problem is they're going by California guidelines overall. So you know, if they just went by Orange County guidelines, they'd already be open. They'd already be in that that yellow. But you know, you factor in uh, you know major metropolitan areas like Los Angeles or uh, you know Sacramento, San Francisco, they're not getting out of that red for a while. Yeah, so. it's a bummer. I mean, A, if you want some normalcy to life and you want to give people that option, you know, if you want to stay home and be safe, that's that's fantastic. Um, if you're not feeling good, stay home, be safe. But if you want to go out and enjoy the magic of Mickey and what Disney brings to everybody, you should be uh, allowed to do that. But, Absolutely uh, agreed. Uh, uh, we're moving on from fun Disney stuff to uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Um, HBO Max reveals the premiere date of her new show, The Flight Attendant. Um, so not only does she do Harley Quinn on HBO Max, she will be doing a new TV show starting November 26th called The Flight Attendant. And if you guys don't know who Kaylee Kuwako is, she played Penny in the Big Bang Theory. Um, and the show is about a woman who wakes up in Dubai with a dead body next to her and no idea how it got there. Um, Kuwako stars as the flight attendant, Cassandra Bowden, who wakes up from a hangover in Dubai. Instead of telling authorities, she joins her co-workers on the flight back to New York City where FBA, FBI agents want to question her. Since there is no evidence, even Cassandra begins to think she might be the man's murderer. The show's all-star cast includes Zosia Mamet, Rosie Perez, T.R. Knight, Michael Hussman, Colin Woodle, Michelle Gomez, Nolan Gerard Funk, Morel Dandridge, Griffin Matthews, and... They put this twice. I'm not just saying it twice. Colin Woodle. <laughs> that twice. Um, so uh, Kuwako is an executive producer under, yes, Norman Norman Productions banner. So I um, haven't seen trailers or anything, but if uh, Kaylee's in it, I, I'm interested. She, uh, I typically like things that she's in all the way back to 13 Rules of Dating My Teenage Daughter with John right. Ritter. She was good in that, too. Well, and it sounds like this is going to be a change of pace for her. It sounds like it's going to be a drama or a thriller, something along those lines, where we're only really used to seeing her in comedies. So uh, it'd be nice to see some uh, dramatic acting chops from her. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
Speaking of looking forward to it, The Mandalorian is out in just at the end of next week. So we've got about a little over a week away. Well, this when I did these articles, this was put together on Monday night. Um, the trailer uh, and more of a sneak peek dropped uh, during Monday Night Football. Then it leaked online. Of course, you could watch it. But uh, The Mandalorian 2, man, it's. Uh, I just wanted to throw that in there. If you guys want to go check out the new trailer, it looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. A lot, lot more teases in there. Um, definitely more Baby Yoda action. What was your take after you watched it? Oh, I'm excited. The only thing I'm disappointed about, well, not really disappointed. So I'm traveling down to see my boys uh, that weekend uh, for Halloween. So I won't even be able to see it until the following Tuesday. Hey. <sighs> I know. Yeah. So yeah that, that part is a bummer. But, but I get to see my boys. the good thing of having Disney Plus, you'll be able to go right in and watch it. But uh, they're doing such a good job. I, I can't remember a show I've been more hyped up to watch than The Mandalorian. I mean, you guys... Below, you know, what shows have you or you know you've been excited to see come back or excited for Mandalorian? Chime in below as we go along. Uh, but this is huge, man! It's so huge that earlier this week, of course, I dropped the article that they're going to be they're working on season three already, and they've already got a season four planned. So we know that this story is still got a few years of life in it. I just uh, I just hope they don't jump the shark ever, and I hope it continues <laughs> to be. Uh, badass because it's a lot of fun. I think as long as John Favreau and Dave Filoni are involved, it's going to maintain this pace of, of quality story development and uh, just you know that good old Star Wars feeling that we're all used to. Oh, I love it, man. Speaking of love it, um, we're going to go back to the '90s here, and I'm going to talk about someone that uh, you and I are a huge fan of. We geek out on our Proton Pack podcast about not and, 2014. Uh, we liked. What was that? We're not going back to 2014. We're going to the 90s. No, no, we're going back to the 90s. Yeah, we're skipping 2014 and that <laughs> that flub. I'm up not going to let you uh, live that down today. Yeah, no, that's okay. It, it's it's fair. It's a fair assessment there. Kevin Smith's Mallrats turns 25 this year, and it's announced that its long-awaited sequel is in the works. We've known that, but the director follows up the 1995 film, and it's going to be called Twilight of the Mallrats. Not my favorite name, but okay. I know he's been using uh, that one for a while, though. Yeah, it's expected to follow the original movie's cast of characters to see where they are now, a quarter century and a whole lot of life experience later. While some of the film's original cast of characters have been confirmed to appear, Shannon Doherty will appear, Ben Affleck will be in there. It turns out that everybody's coming back, Smith said. He said everybody comes back. So that means chocolate-flavored pretzels. Yeah, Michael Rooker. Yeah. Um, it says when fans asked if they could expect to see T.S. Quint, played by Jeremy London, and Brandy Svenning, played by Claire Frelawney, uh, factor into the Mallrats sequel, sequel, Smith had pretty direct answer saying, yep, he's. I've found even a way to include Stan Lee. He has a significant cameo in the film. So Very cool. Um, very exciting stuff. It doesn't say when it's coming out but uh you know i'm looking forward to it back to the view askew universe so you gotta be uh pretty pumped for that so. i just hope it's better than jay and silent bob reboot i do too but there's a lot of daughter uh father aspect in it so it could be similar in spots but okay. holding out hope i digress and that was your entertainment news let's roll on to double birthdays today it's my birthday 
yesterday's birthdays rolling into today's. Snoop Dogg is 59. It doesn't say how old he is. But Snoop Dogg had a birthday yesterday. Drinking I, gin and juice. I was going to say, I wonder how uh, he's celebrating. Yeah. Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris, whatever. Um, Vice President Hopeful, 55. John Krasinski, 41. Still pulling pranks at the office. Vigo Mortensen, 62. The bad guys, Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, 62. Chavo Guerrero Jr., who Chris and I saw at uh, the Orange County Airport, 50. Dan <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fogler, 44. I was never a big fan of him. Uh, Kim Kardashian, 40. And then today's birthday's Kane Brown, country singer, 27. That's uh, my friend Annie's favorite country singer. Carrie Fisher, uh, Princess Leia, would have, uh, she passed away when she was 60, so happy heavenly birthday to you today. Judge Judy, still mean as ever at 77. William Zapka, is that how you say his name? Johnny from Cobra Kai, it aka is. Karate Kid, 56. Zach Stinky Grinky, 37. Those are your celebrity birthdays. Happy birthday, everybody. Enjoy. Well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it is Words Are Hard Wednesday. You won't want to miss it. Come on back. Everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 21st. Now we're all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook Live or YouTube Live as we speak. Now if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio of course with an R, or on Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.Sanfilippo, that's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.Sanfilippo81. Now, being that it's Wednesday, uh, we decided to change things up a little bit when we made the move to the new network and talk a little bit uh, each Wednesday about the English language and the ridiculousness of it uh, with a segment that we're calling Words Are Hard. Tony hadn't heard that one yet, so... <laughs> no, that was good. I like that. So uh, I'm going to throw out, uh, in this case, something we've done before, some idioms. Idioms are sayings that are everyday sayings that you may not know where they come from. So we're going to drop that knowledge on you today and see if Tony is familiar with uh, these idioms and what they mean. So uh, the first one, Tone out of the gate, uh, we've talked about looking a gift horse in the mouth, but what if you heard it straight from the horse's mouth? That would be, that would be weird. <laughs> That would be like, weird, but what does that mean? Oh, if you're hearing it straight from the horse's mouth? Yes. Then that means you're getting the source directly. Bingo. So the origin of this, it says, uh, this one is said to come from the 1900s when buyers could determine a horse's age by examining its teeth. It's also why you shouldn't, as we mentioned, look a gift horse in the mouth, as inspecting a gift is considered bad etiquette. So, uh, Tony... You nailed it. Uh, let's move on to the next idiom in Words Are Hard. 
How about this one? Uh, Tony, don't let the cat out of the bag. Bad. Don't reveal the big secret or the surprise. Exactly. The origin for this, up to and including the 1700s, a common street fraud included replacing valuable pigs with less valuable cats and selling them in bags. When a cat was let out of the bag, well, the jig was up. That sounds like an awful way to uh, treat livestock. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the other thing is, if you're not inspecting the bag to find out that you actually have pigs versus cats, you might deserve to uh, be taken advantage of. Oh, absolutely. All You're right. doing that for sure. Let's uh, move on with our next idiom in Words Are Hard. How about if you're buttering someone up? Um, you're making them feel good before you either ask for something or you're about to tell them something bad. You're preparing them. Exactly. You're praising them, flattering them, usually to try and gain a favor of some sort. Well, the origin of the origin, not the origin, uh... A customary religious act in ancient India, including throwing butterballs at statues of the gods to seek good fortune and their favor. Um, wow. I... <laughs> Let me be rich. I'll throw this stick of butter at you. Whee! <laughs> we, we should uh, bring that into modern times and throw it, uh, you know, butter at our modern gods, our sports players and Don't celebrities. And... <laughs> Look. Coronavirus is gone, all thanks to a stick of butter. Oh, dude, that's what cured it? That's so 2014, man. <laughs> I guess what, this? <laughs> Coronavirus! <laughs> all right, moving on. It is Words Are Hard. <laughs> it's funny, there is a another version of that where he actually says the word bitch. No, okay. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. Jeez. All right, uh, next one. What about a wolf in sheep's clothing, Tone? Uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing is someone with malicious intent that is pretending to be good to lure you in. Uh, basically, just a bad person flocking around waiting to get you. Yeah, and we've all known people like that, but uh, this one is biblical. It's attributed to the Bible, Matthew 7.15. The Bible also gave us rise and shine in Isaiah 60.10, seeing eye to eye, Isaiah 62.8, and a broken heart in Psalm 69.20. So uh, regardless of where you stand on the religious side of things, at least the Bible was good for giving us some uh, common phrases. There you go. All right. Like it. Let's uh, move on to our next idiom in Words Are Hard. What about hands down? Hands down, he is the best player I've ever seen, Tone. Uh, I don't know where it goes. I mean, I've heard the idiom before, but it, it's stating a fact that you can't argue that that person is the best. That's my my opinion is the the, the end-all, be-all. Tony, you're starting, really like that, but, uh, you're starting to sound like Porky Pig. You're starting to sound like... Shut up! The end all yeah, beep, 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 yeah, be all. I've heard it. It's just matter of fact. Yeah, hands down is actually uh, a more like by far, like hands down the best. Or you know, so winning hands down once referred to the 19th century horse racing when a jockey could remove his hands from the reins and still win the race because he was so far ahead. So that's what it means. Look at that. We're educating you. 
while we do the show. All right, let's, let's move on, Tony, uh, with our next idiom. What do you call if you want to uh, sit front seat passenger uh, when you're in a group of people? Shotgun. Exactly. Riding shotgun, obviously, front seat next to the driver. Well, the origin of this is in the Wild West. The person who sat next to the driver was often equipped with a shotgun to kill any robbers that might happen upon the coach. I never knew that. Yeah, I did not know that either. That is interesting. Yeah, you're learning while you're rolling on this show, you know? know. It's amazing. Let's move on to the next one, Tony. What if you're barking up the wrong tree? Uh, You're picking up... uh, Oh, gosh. Words are hard. I know it's there. Uh, barking up the wrong tree. Is you're you're just starting an issue when you don't need to be. Sort of, yeah. You're pursuing a, a misguided course of action. So, uh, you know, maybe you're picking a fight with somebody that uh, doesn't need to have that fight picked with. Is that the proper phrasing? I don't know. In any case, uh, it's likely referring to hunting. This saying explains when a dog would literally bark at the bottom of the wrong tree after the prey in question moved to the next branch. Makes sense. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. And, uh, you know, if your hunting dog is guiding you wrong, then he's obviously barking up the wrong tree. All right, let's move on to the next one, Tony. What about if you're flying off the handle? Uh, you're losing it. Like, you're upset and you're... you're let's see you're blowing a gasket things like that yeah you're getting angry becoming suddenly overreacting yep this one is said to come from poorly made axes axes like chopping axes of the 1800s that would literally detach from the handle that would be terrifying and that would be tony and i went uh um, axe throwing uh, a couple weeks ago and (laughs) if that happened while he was throwing it would be even more terrifying than him just throwing normally. Yeah, it would be good. <laughs> if I would have had some drinks, you wouldn't have been uh, you wouldn't have been afraid. It would have uh, just been pretty sad, pathetic. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, on to our next one. What if it costs an arm and a leg tone? Oh, basically, that's the old adage of saying it is expensive and overpriced. Any idea where that comes from? Um. I would guess that sometime in uh, 2014 that something was so pricey that someone literally gave up an arm and a leg because 2014 (laughs) was an expensive time. You're close. Not 2014, but the story goes that this phrase originated from the 18th century, paintings, as famous people like George Washington would have their portrait done without certain limbs showing. Having limbs showing is said to have cost more. So, uh, yeah, if you wanted a portrait painted of you, you'd have to pay for an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. That makes go. sense. I mean, I wouldn't give up an arm and leg for uh, a lot of things. That's for sure. So that is true. Uh, what if I tell you to sleep tight, Tone? Sleep tight is sleep. You know, sleep solid, sleep good. Um, you know, that way you just get a lot of rest. Exactly. So uh, one possible origin of this phrase dates back to when mattresses were supported by ropes. Sleeping tight meant sleeping with the ropes pulled tight, which would provide a well-sprung bed. That's a fun one. And then finally, as we head into our break, Tony, what about don't throw the baby out with the bathwater? Wow, I don't, I've never heard that one. But if I had to guess, uh, when you, uh, oh, I, I don't even know. 
I just don't. I've never heard that one before. Okay. Well, it's uh, looking for avoidable errors so you don't remove something good with the bad. And uh, this idiom allegedly comes from a time when the household bathed in the same water. First, the Lord would bathe, then the men, then the lady, then the women, then the children, and the babies last. The bathwater is said to have been so dirty that there was a risk of throwing the baby out with the water once everyone was done bathing. So uh, thank God we live in the 21st century. Jeez Louise, that's... Even the thought process, you know, it should start with the baby and move upwards that way. But that's not the way it went. But uh, aye, aye, aye. folks, that was this edition of Words Are Hard. <laughs> We're headed into our break. When we come back, we have a segment called Cursed Comments. Don't go anywhere. Back in a few. Everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And welcome back, folks, to the final segment of the first hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 21st. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, so that way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends, because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, I wanted to talk about uh, social media comments. You know, one of the things that I live for is uh, reading the comments of uh, mm, polarizing posts or articles that come out and just seeing what, what, how people bicker back and forth or what they come up with. And then every once in a while, you get that one person who's crafted that comment so brilliantly that it's a gem and it makes the whole experience worth it. Uh, Tony, what about you with uh, comments and social media? Are you someone to comment? Are you looking for a way to provide levity, make something funny? Uh, What do you do when it comes to those? Well, see, for myself, I tend not to do it anymore, only because uh, even if I'm trying to be funny, somehow, like, one of the big ones I really want to chime in on is something uh, like uh, we have a Costco underground page where employees across the country, they all go on there, they say dumb stuff, and they you know they either praise people. It's a lot more positivity than negativity, but they do have negative stuff. People, of course, like to troll, yada, yada. Um, I tend not to because for some reason it always gets back to work and, and then you get in trouble. So I tend not to comment on stuff. And then another thing with uh, Facebook, which I don't understand is you don't really have the privacy to comment on something without like all your friends seeing that you posted in something and they could read what you wrote. Sometimes it's funny, but if you want to try to make a point or argue something, it's just, it becomes everybody's thing. It's not like you could just randomly go pop into a page like a, uh, we'll just say a uh, Raiders page. I can't just go in there and say, hey, Raiders suck, man. Because <laughs> then what happens is then, you know, 
Yeah, it, all my other friends are like, dude, why'd you post that comment about the Raiders? Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. know they suck. Did you have to? So I tend not to. No. Um, every once in a while, though, I'll chime in on something, but not too often. Yeah, I, I'm really there more as a as an observer, which it sounds like yeah. you are as well. But uh, yeah, I <clears throat> gotta love when somebody crafts the perfect comment. For instance, this uh, Twitter user named uh, Rudy Betrayed tried to put out a profound thought says what if your first name was holden and your last name was berries you'd be like i'm holden berries and everyone would think you're holden berries lmao okay that was the profound thought well the comments which is brilliant the guy says excuse me sir i feel attacked his name holden cox <laughs> oh, that Good poor job. guy. That poor guy. Uh, only thing worse would be that, if his that name was. Named, uh, though. Yeah. If his name was Dick Sprinkle. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sprinkles. Uh, moving on with the more cursed comments, glorious comments. Uh, there's a picture of a cat staring at its owner with an arm out, and the arm is scratched right across the wrist, not unlike if you guys can see it here, uh, what Goliath did to me the other day, but uh, says, what did we learn? Well, the comment, that your cat can make your death seem like a suicide. It's true. Uh, yeah, it really is true. They, <laughs> they, get, they call you just in the right marks, you know? <laughs> right. They, they mark you in the right spot. Sorry, that's what it meant to say there. And if you're not careful, they'll eat you when you're dead, too. So. Ew, yeah, that's true. <laughs> moving Pinky on with kitties. Moving on with our cursed comments. Uh, you have the original poster that says, "Being kissed in your sleep is like the purest form of love." And the brilliant comeback comment, "Unless you are home alone." <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> All right, uh, more cursed comments. Uh, you have. This person who posted a article that uh, American Girl, you know those dolls, Tony? The American Girl dolls? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they get popular this time of the year, especially at work. <laughs> well, it says American Girl releases its first doll with hearing loss. Okay, they try to be inclusive. Well, somebody comments, what? wait, the other ones can hear us? That's terrifying. Ooh, that is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's move on with it's, our... a, it's, a, it's a valid comment. It's a thinker. It uh, yeah. gets you wondering. Of course, dolls are creepy to begin with, so... Yes! Yeah, yeah. Not I've only idea, got one but... doll in this room. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, this next one is uh, a picture of um, seeds growing in either a garden or out in a... Um, a forest and it says uh, and there's a bunch of cigarette butts around it says biodegradable cigarette filters with flower seeds and person puts help nature in two ways by planting trees and killing yourself it's a good way to look at it <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> uh, all right let's move on with our next cursed comment uh, there is a picture of a landmine a, le a round landmine probably okay not not like a big giant pile of dogs no 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 a oh, okay. literal landmine um i would s assume vietnam war era but it's round and it says what is this wrong answers only well the person <laughs> person puts it's an old school roomba 
Pull the pin and it cleans everything in a 50 foot radius. True. It's a trap. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. That was awesome, yeah. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Uh, Moving on with uh, cursed comments. We've got, what, three and a half minutes? All right. There is a picture of a girl (laughs) in front of her science experiment. And uh, there's uh, pictures of towers and water towers. And the name of the science experiment is Jumping Off Buildings, How High is Too High? The girl standing in the photo has two broken arms with casts. (laughs) And it says, uh, the, the comment... It was originally a team project. <laughs> I would have put she found out the hard way. but uh, Yeah, absolutely. That, that would have been a way more clever comment on your part. But uh, I'm just picturing this structure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. You have a, uh, a adorable picture of a, a baby kitten. Who's uh, a little more fluffy oh. than most? You know, it's uh, adorable. Almost has the fur of like a poodle, and uh, person a puts poodle. person puts. Oh my God, is it a cat or a sheep? Person replies back, "It's a shat." Something. <laughs> that is clever. That's <laughs> that's good stuff right there. <laughs> oh. Speaking of good stuff, ah. Uh, it's funny. It's, it's a, a shat, you idiot. Haven't you heard of a shat? I go through and I, I pre-read these and they obviously filter out the ones that I don't think would work. But uh, even reading them for the second time is just enough to amuse me. But uh, in any case, in this one, there is an illustration of a car coming around a corner and either a, a old woman crossing a crosswalk and a baby crossing a crosswalk. And the article reads, who should a self-driving car kill? Person replies back, well, if you drift, you should be able to take both of them out. Ooh, that, that is a... Uh... Bazinga. <laughs> Two for one, no big deal. <laughs> Nothing like the uh, occasional bit of uh, dark humor. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this next one is a uh, illustration of a guy on a ventilator. My guess is it's probably... Um, you know, some sort of COVID commentary, but he's in there, his body's, you know, floating out of, or, you know, his soul's floating out of his body and the doctors are basically roped onto the soul trying to pull it back in. And it's uh, listed as, I don't know how to describe it. Person replies back, come on, get him. He wants to leave without pain. (laughs) (laughs) You make like a tree and get out of here. (laughs) <laughs> get over here oh, and finally as we head into the break here's one that uh, and again we're going to post this on our uh, Facebook page you have to see the picture but you know it's it's a picture of the clouds and it looks like two hands opening the heavens and a uh, person puts it's God and of course the comment back is yeah opening his ass so uh, you got to see the picture but uh <laughs> It is sort of what it looks like. Folks, don't go anywhere. We're headed into our long break. When we come back, it is uh, our call-in contest. It's another Rank It With Tony. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in a few.
about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. world still joined by my co-host tony sanfilippo speaking of crazy that little uh, crazy-eyed look drinking a smoothie through a straw a little r2d2 action there tony how you holding up holding up well man it's not bad for a wednesday morning uh it's just going by fast now i just want the same amount of speed if it's gonna go this quick this morning i need it to go that quick later for the rest of the day exactly oh yeah i mean it could drag for like when we get off the air it could drag for a few hours i'd be cool with that but then speed up through that nine other hours i have to do later so what you're saying is you're not looking forward to going to work today no no (laughs) grateful but not looking forward to it no well the good news is at least this is a fun way to uh get the day started uh we do Mm -hmm. do this show Every weekday morning, except for yesterday. We do 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 the show we do, every do. year. Twenty fourteen <laughs> established. Had some technical difficulties yesterday, uh, but uh, you know what? We're back. We're having fun. We are on a new network. So uh, if you guys were looking for us on the old network, we're not there anymore. We're on Phoenix Media, which uh, obviously from the the name you know is our own network. Uh, the neat thing about that is not only are we on social media, uh, we are live streaming internet radio 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Obviously, it's not this show 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, we're filling it with quality programming. Uh, and then everything else is music. Tony and I are uh, music fans, uh, rock music specifically. And uh, so, you know, where we need things filled in uh, you get either alternative afternoons you get hard rock blocks uh, classic rock blocks or from nine until midnight you have metal till midnight and so i definitely want to recommend that people check out the 24-hour streaming radio station uh, either over at phoenixmedia.us or you can take it with you on the go so if you are in your car or you plan on being in your car and you want to listen to this show live download the live 365 app that's live 365, and when then you're when you are in there, select the Christian Phoenix, uh, sorry Phoenix Media, and you can listen to anything that's happening live on the 24-hour day, seven-day a week internet streaming radio station. Now, a couple other things that uh, we're looking for are advertisers. Always looking for great advertisers. Obviously, you guys hear it during the break. Uh, every once in a while, we have an ad. We've got some. Uh, quite goofy PSAs as well, and uh, we are ran- rounding out our... Uh, Storks are bringing me some kids right now, baby brother, sister. <laughs> and so advertising on the network is a great way to get the word out there. Um, this show alone has reached over 100,000 people uh, since we started back in May, and uh, you know, it, it's it's 
an inexpensive way to reach a lot of people. We go on podcasts, we go on live video. Overall, it's just, you know, it's a new era. It's a digital era that uh, you don't have to be tied into the radio airwaves. Yeah, and this also allows when somebody slips and says the S word. Exactly. We're not tied yeah, into no, the FCC, which is nice. It's fantastic. I like the, how it's we're more accessible to you guys to uh, by downloading the app. You know, we get asked all the time, hey, oh, you're on a radio show? How can we hear? How can we listen? Well, these are many different ways. Because when we were on AM, based out of Reno, you could only tell your local local peeps like oh, if you're in reno you go here and yeah kind of hard for <laughs> fans in california and colorado and then so forth you know a little mm. tough it is it is uh, now the other way you can get us is if you have alexa and i just found this out the other day that uh if you tell alexa to find the Chris or uh, phoenix media on live 365 it'll take you right to the station and again you can listen live from there now, a couple things that we're also looking for is a third co-host for the show. Uh, it's been Tony and me for a while. Uh, we had Ryan early on, but uh, he ended up picking up a job that uh, has occupied a lot of his time, and he's officially stepped away f- from the show. So uh, we want that third point of view. We want that third perspective. Uh, ideally, it'd be somebody who's female, so that way we've got uh, a little bit of estrogen injected into this. But uh, Plus, girls are just funny as you know what. Yeah, so. yeah, and so I think so. I I find girls just be funny. Right, right, and especially you know Tony and I have similar points of view and similar interests. So having that outside uh, point of view would be a wonderful thing. Now the other thing with Phoenix Media is we are looking for quality programs. So if you are a show host of a podcast that you know what you want to reach a, a wider audience, reach out to me. Let me know we. Uh, have you know a limited number number of spaces that uh, we can fill with some great quality talk shows or, or uh, music shows um, and some great shows on the way as well. And then finally, wanted to mention that we are working on Phoenix fan gear, so uh, Phoenix Media merch that uh, is all emblazoned with our Phoenix logo, the Flaming Bird, and uh, you know. It, It'll be nice, you know. We'll use it as surprises, and uh, it's just another way to show your love. So, lots going on at Phoenix Media, plenty happening here at the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, but wanted to take the opportunity to notify you guys about that since it's been about a week and a half since we've gone on to the network. Yeah, fantastic network. Yesterday when the show, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, be live, I ended up just listening while I was getting ready and stuff. Man, I heard some uh, good music there. It was like nothing more than System of a Down. It's good stuff. It's all hand-picked music. So, uh, yeah, when yeah, there's, when there's good, not yeah. quality talk programming, there's quality rock music. Well, folks, when we come back, we have a contestant joining us in the ring for Rank It With Tony for a chance to win awesome prizes. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 21st. 
Now, uh, we're not doing a call-in topic today. Rather, we're doing a call-in contest. It's another edition of Phoenix. Face. And so the way the contests are working now is if you want a chance to play, head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the Christian Phoenix radio show, and down at the bottom of there is a form to fill out. Your name will be pulled at random for a chance to compete in uh, any number of games. In this case, we're going to be doing Rank It With Tony for a chance to win a Loot Fright Loot Crate box. So it's a mystery subscription box that includes uh, any number of horror shirts and and, uh, uh, goodies and grab bags. Goodies! If the contestant wins. However, if they don't win, uh, we'll actually be getting a consolation prize of uh, one of our very first Phoenix Fan Gear hats. So, uh, yeah. So either way, you're a winner. That gets a... <laughs> Even Nature Boy approves. Exactly. So let's go ahead and go to the phone lines and find out who our first contestant of this <clears throat> is. If I can find that phone button. Oh, it's not there, so let's just open it up. Tim, you there? <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back to the show, brother. How well, are you, man? Yeah, long time no call. I'm doing all right. How yeah. are you guys doing? Uh, we're having a good time. Longtime listeners of the show will recognize Tim's voice, but you know what? Tim went ahead and took the initiative, filled out the form, and he is our very first contestant in our new wave of <laughs> contests. Tim, as I mentioned, if you win, you win the f- uh, 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 Loot Fright, not Fright Loot, <laughs> Loot Fright Loot Crate Box. And if you don't win against me in Rank It, well, you get the consolation prize of a Phoenix fan gear hat. So uh, either way, you're a winner. But Tony's going to go ahead and take us through another edition of Rank It with Tony. That always reminds me of the damn Macho Man Randy Savage music at first. (laughs) Hey, I digress. Welcome, Tim and Christian, to another Rank It and... You guys can chime in below. I'm not going to be looking at uh, the comments today because I actually have two people, so I won't be paying attention to those. But please, if you're at um, listening, uh, chime in on the Phoenix page and see if uh, you got any on the list. Um, but today's topic is going to be the best comedy horror movies ranked. Oh, wow. Comedy horror movies ranked. All wow. right. Funny horror is, is movies. There, is there that many? I don't remember a ton of them. <laughs> well, we're about yeah. to find out. So I, well, I can tell you on this list, you have, let's see. It goes, there's quite a few. It goes all the way. And I'll tell you one that's not on there. Number 43, Serial Mom with Kathleen Turner. <laughs> oh, oh, that was going to be my first. That's <laughs> just as far scroll down as I went. So it ain't going to be that one. So yeah, you know what you, uh, you were going to guess that. Oh, so shall we? Well, let's go ahead and kick things off with our contestant, Tim. Go ahead and make your first guest in the top 10 of the best horror comedy mashups. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. I'm going to start with the the OG, or at least one of the OGs. I'm going to say uh, Scary Movie. Scary Movie, which, hey, great, great start to this as far as guessing. But, Tim, 
Yeah, That's he's stupid. In the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Scary Movie Twenty is on there instead. Right. <laughs> the, the ones <laughs> with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Your, yours actually, Scary Movie, is on the list, but it ranks in at number 21. Okay. All right. Not too far outside the top 10, but uh, all right. I'm going to go ahead and give my first guess with uh, immediately when you pulled up the topic or you mentioned it, this popped into my head. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun oh, of man, the yeah. Dead. Christian Meyer, my friend. That is the number one answer on this list. Yeah. Number one, Shaun of the Dead. As it should be. As it should be. All right, Tim, back over to you. Um, Man, I was really kind of <laughs> hanging my hat on the uh, scary Don't movie. Don't you love one, this? Two, like, three, there's four, no five. spoiler. When you go in to rank it, man, it's on the fly. Your brain's got to figure this out, and you're yep. going to overthink this damn thing. All right. Um, God. I mean, I love horror movies, but usually I stick to the the true horror movies, not the not the spoofs or the comedy. Right. Um, I mean, it's not really a horror movie. What about Young Frankenstein? Young Great Frankenstein. Movie. Tim. What? He's not in the top oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. This uh, is looks Yumi, like I'm getting Halloween. Looks like I'm getting a hat, fellas. <laughs> not that so know. fast. Still a couple. Remember, it's not it's not based just because Chris got the number one doesn't mean he gets like he wins it all. He's just got one out of ten. That's it. Yep, nine so more to choose from. One. Speaking of choosing, um, boy, I could pick any one of the three, but I'm going to go with uh, Army of Darkness because it's a groovy movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Army of Darkness, Christian. Yeah. That's number six. And and I have to actually digress. Tim, you said young Frankenstein, and I totally zoomed past it. You actually are not getting a ding. You are at, or a buzz. You get a young Frankenstein what? is number five. But there oh. was an ad. There was an ad that was over it, so I didn't see it when I Oh, uh, okay. Nice. My nice. fault. You're on the board. It is two to <laughs> one, Tim. Army of Darkness, number six. Young Frankenstein, five. Shaun of the Dead, one. All right, so we've got three of ten. Tim, back over to you. What is your next guess for best okay. horror comedy Well, mashup? along that same way of thinking, um, I think Evil Dead 2 had more comedic moments than Evil Dead 1. So I'm going to say Evil Dead 2. Tim? It is the number seven answer. <laughs> or it's right behind Army of Darkness. All right, um, let's move on with my guess. This is a more recent movie. I don't know how old this rank list is, but one of my favorite more recent horror comedy mashups is Cabin in the Woods. Christian Meyer? Mm-hmm. Number eight answer. Woohoo! Look at that. Three that to two. That was going to be my guess, too. That was going to be my next guess. You guys are just rolling. Um, it's like you found the list now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. One of my favorites from when I was a teenager, I'm going to say Scream. Ooh, very good pick. Uh, unfortunately, it is number 12. All right. I mean, I, I, I can yeah. see that. I mean, uh, it had a funny element in it, but... Yes, you know, it yeah, and it was good. That one still holds on. up pretty well, actually. 
Yeah. It does. It does. And, and that movie may come up again uh, a little bit later on in the show. So uh, just a quick nice. little tease. But uh, moving on with my next guess of uh, top 10 best horror comedy mashups. The sequel was terrible, but the first one was a lot of fun. Uh, the Babysitter on Netflix. Oh, that was good. It's, that's not where I thought you were going to say, Chris, but you, my buddy. Oh. Getting your first buzz. <laughs> All right, and let's go through one more round. Whew. Before Tony gets us the top. Oh, yeah. Tony, does what? This list doesn't list any kind of year or anything, right? So we don't know when. It's just a ranker. People can vote whenever. It's right? just ranked. Yeah, this the list was updated on uh, July thirty first, twenty twenty. Uh, so it's it's recent, but it has a mixture of uh, old movies and new movies. God. Um, what about Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Ooh, that's a fun that's movie. that is a fantastic guess, but unfortunately, but oh. that was number thirteen. <laughs> it was right behind Screamer. Okay. <laughs> All you're right. top twenty. I mean, see, being in the top twenty, you're so close, but you're on the right thinking. Yeah. You, both of your guys's thought process today have been on point. Hey, so. okay, we got five out of ten so far. All right, I'm going to take my final guess before Tony takes us through that top ten. Uh, I've already won, but you know what? Let's add insult to injury. Um, well, toot your own <laughs> horn, why don't you, you little bastard? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if this movie was supposed to be intentionally or unintentionally funny. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. <laughs> That's a good final guess, but Chris... Oh, it's not on there. But, but a hell of a deal. It wasn't even top 20. Oh, I, I didn't think so. But, Tim, you know what? You didn't win the big prize. You do get the consolation prize. Tony, go ahead and lead us through the top 10. See what we missed. Okay. Well, I just for fun, I want to throw in for number 11 since you got 12 and 13. Gremlins was number 11. Oh, uh, okay. Mars, okay. Mars Attacks was number 10. <laughs> Number nine was More Tremors. More sci-fi, I would think, but that's all right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Cabin in the Woods, eight. Evil Dead, two was seven. Army of Darkness was six. Young Frankenstein, number five. Ghostbusters. Oh, no, oh, man. Ghostbusters. Ready? Beetlejuice, number three. Oh. Zombieland, number two. And Shaun of the Dead, number one. And that, my friends, according to the Ra- the World of Breaker, the best comedy horror movies, ranked. Oh, oh, great list, Tony. Thank you, Tim, for playing. When we come back, we've got our segment of Whatever Happened to the Cast of. You guys might be able to guess. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 21st. We talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line giving you guys 
the listeners, the watchers, an opportunity to call in on any topic whatsoever, including our call-in topic for tomorrow. So as soon as I give it, you guys can call in at any point between now and the end of the day to have your voicemail played on air. Our call-in topic tomorrow is best songs for Halloween. Lots to choose from. <laughs> Spooky, scary. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and there are the cheesy ones, but there are more mainstream ones as well. Want to find out, you know, what are you rocking right around Halloween time? The number to call. The monster mush. <laughs> Speaking of cheesy, <laughs> the number to call the Phoenix line is 855 Phoenix Radio. That's 855 F E N I X R D O or 855 336 4973. Again, can be any topic or to call in on our call-in topic of the best songs for Halloween. All we ask is you keep it entertaining, and we'll compile those together, put them out in a future show, possibly tomorrow. Now, in this segment, wanted to go back to a uh, feature we did early on, I think, what, two weeks ago? Last week? Yeah, no, it was last week, It I was thought. last week. And uh, it's a new semi-recurring feature called Whatever Happened to the Cast Of, and in this case, the movie Scream. Uh, Tony and I have both been watching the uh, series over the last couple days. It's come up a number of times during the show. And it's funny because we're sitting there watching, and uh, even though most of the stars are highly recognizable, many of them, it's hard to recall what they've done in the last five, maybe even ten years. And so I wanted to go through some of those uh, lesser-known stars or stars who haven't uh, really been in the limelight recently and let you know whatever happened to the cast of Scream. So, for instance, you have uh, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell playing Sidney Prescott. She was the... uh, Hello, Sidney. ...main protagonist of the Scream movies. But she seemed to sort of disappear after the fourth one. She was huge for a while. She was in, uh, wasn't she in The Craft? That She uh, was in The Craft before Scream. She was in Wild and Things then, with that uh, yeah, iconic. Yeah, Wild Things was awesome. Yeah. Denise that Richards was, scene. Well, especially during our uh, era, you're like, oh, God, Wild Things. <laughs> Two girls kissing in a hot tub. Yay. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Whatever happened to her after that point? Well, uh, Nev Campbell, of course, I start reading through this, and it doesn't say what she actually did. Oh, here we go. Uh, She continued to act in the years following Scream and actually appeared in the Netflix series House of Cards. Now, it's not a series that I... um, I watched a few here and there in the first season, but nothing beyond that, so I didn't even really recognize her uh, in it. Uh, She was also in shows like Medium, Grey's Anatomy, Mad Men, and even appeared in The Simpsons. Um, and then uh, movies like Investigating Sex, Skyscraper, and Castle in the Ground. And we know she's coming back for the oh, next Oh, that's movie. right. She was the Rock's wife in, in Skyscraper. I forgot about that. Okay. It was not a very good movie, by the way. I don't blame you. In fact, I think you even uh, mentioned uh, running down the worst Rock movies at some point. Yeah, yeah, that was probably one on the Rocks. And he was so proud to do it, but it was not... Great. It was not really believable of her and The Rock being a married couple in the movie. (laughs) Not quite the right chemistry. No, I forgot about it. Wow. Yeah, she was in that. The other big name to come out of Scream was Courtney Cox, which everybody knows her as Monica from Friends. But uh, afterwards, you know, we saw her in shows like Cougar Town and Dirt, but not really much after that. Uh, Though she has had roles in shows like Scrubs, Shameless, and Modern Family. And then uh, was in movies like 3,000 Miles to Graceland, Zoom, 
and mothers and daughters. Uh, she did marry her co-star David Arquette in 1999 and uh, has a daughter with him that was born in 2004 and they divorced in 2013. So, uh, you know, there was that period of time during Friends where uh, she was uh, Courtney Car- Cox Arquette. Gotcha. Speaking of David Arquette, Sheriff Dewey, which uh, in the second one, I don't know what that weird limp thing was that he was doing, but uh, I don't know. It made him seem even more uh, challenged than he actually was. Yeah, I was, was. going to say, yeah, that was tough to add the the gimp limp uh, to Deputy Dewey. It was because he said he had nerve damage from the first movie, right? Right, right. Like his character, not him personally. But. Yep. <laughs> well, Arquette appeared in numerous films since starring in, in the first Scream movie, including Never Been Kissed, also in Three Miles... 3,000 Miles to Graceland uh, and Bone Tomahawk uh, was in shows like Friends, had a a recurring role in there. My name is Earl, Pushing Daisies and Medium. But in addition to his acting career, Arquette is also a professional wrestler who won the World Championship Wrestling Heavyweight title in 2000. Yeah, that's what killed WCW. Yep. One of the reasons, yeah. He actually was, uh, I read somewhere, I think a year or two ago, he was in a professional wrestling match, and uh, he was in a hardcore fight, and uh, they took a uh, uh, fluorescent bulb, and they cracked it over his uh, head. Mm -hmm. Well, it it severed uh, like an artery, like you actually cut him during the match, and he was bleeding to death in the ring, so they had to stop it, so, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that uh, he still pursues that because he's uh, he's not a spring chicken. No, no, that's terrifying. Yeah. All right, let's move on with uh, whatever happened to the cast of Scream. For instance, uh, Jamie Kennedy, who played Randy Meeks, and, uh, you know, he was supposed to be the next big comedic actor, but uh, sadly fell short, uh, has not aged well based on this picture, but uh, <laughs> he's appeared in movies like Max Keeble's big movie, Son of Mask, which was terrible, and shows oh, that like... Was awful movie. Uh, awful. Criminal Minds, The Cleveland Show, and a show that you're a fan of, Lucifer. Do you recall seeing him in that? No, I don't. Hey. He must be super unrecognizable, because I would have... I would have known Randy, but uh, didn't see him in that. Interesting. Well, in addition to his acting career, uh, Jamie Kennedy is also a stand-up comic and has appeared on numerous comedy specials throughout the years. Not really doing much beyond that. All right. Mm, Moving on, another huge name of the 90s who sort of fizzled out over time, uh, Skeet Ulrich, who played uh, Billy Loomis, one of the killers and boyfriend in the first uh, Scream movie. (laughs) Uh, After his role in Scream, Ulrich appeared in uh, other films like Nobody's Baby and Ride with the Devil. He also starred in TV shows including Miracles, Law & Order, L.A., Riverdale. Um, I don't follow Riverdale, but uh, apparently he plays the uh, father of Jughead. So uh, he's still working, but uh, not quite in the same limelight as he was. Yeah, I... He never really did much of anything, even when the Scream series were popular, because he just, that was the only thing I ever saw him in, really. Yeah. He was the lead in a wonderful show that I think only lasted for two seasons called Jericho, about uh, oh, yeah, nuclear yeah, bombings. That show, yeah. and, and that was great. But uh, yeah, didn't do much after that. All right, let's move on with our next actor in whatever happened to the cast of Scream. It's the Fonz himself, Henry Winkler. Hey! Uh, after Scream, Winkler appeared in movies like Click, 
holes, and here comes the boom. Does a lot of Adam Sandler movies as well. Uh, Winkler has also had a prolific career on television, obviously played the Fonz in Happy Days, appeared in shows like Law and Order, and then uh, he currently plays Gene Cousineau in the HBO series Barry, which is well worth a watch. I, I love that show. Has, uh, I, I haven't seen Barry, but I take your word. I definitely want to see that. Um, I, it's cool to see Henry Winkler still do stuff. I mean, it, he's more, like you said, definitely more of a cameo type guy more than a lead anymore. Huh? Right, and he's one of those guys that uh, over the years could have just been doing the circuit as the Fonz. And people you know, sign autographs for Happy Days fans, and really that's it. But uh, he's really made some something of himself. So Yeah, absolutely. He's done way more... I would say he's one of those characters that could have been stereotyped, but he's able to do different things, which is nice. Exactly. All right. Here's another uh, actor who, again, huge in the 90s, seemingly disappeared. Matthew Lillard, who played Stu in the first Scream movie. Well, uh, he's been in films like SLC Punk, She's All That, Loves Labor Lost, The Descendants, and, of course, he played Shaggy in the 2002 live-action Scooby-Doo movie. Like Scoob, you're no Sharon Stone. You ain't Scoob. <laughs> and he's also been on TV for shows like The Bridge, the reboot of Twin Peaks, and more recently, Good Girls, which uh, I heard is actually a fantastic show. Haven't had a chance to watch it yet, though. Yeah. Well, there's rumor that he might be coming back in Scream 5 in some form or fashion. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. And then uh, rounding out our Scream actors, whatever happened to the cast of Scream, Rose McGowan, who played Sydney's friend Tatum. Well, uh, she has uh, certainly not been quiet, uh, at least on the uh, social side of things. Oh, but yeah, as far she's a com- she comments, oh yeah, she, she comments. does. Yeah. She is quite <laughs> quite the social warrior uh, with uh, very little filter. But uh, film wise, she did movies like Jawbreaker, The Doom Generation, and Southie, and was also in the Quentin Tarantino Robert Rodriguez horror double feature Grindhouse. Uh, I forgot about that. Um, mm-hmm. In addition to movie roles, she also was on TV in uh, Charmed and uh, Law and Order SVU and Nip Tuck. I don't remember her in Nip Tuck. I know she's currently feuding with her former Charmed co-star. She goes after both of them on social media. And she was married to Marilyn Manson at one time, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were a thing for a while. But uh, mm-hmm. in any case, folks, that is what happened to the cast of Scream. Uh, hopefully uh, you enjoyed it and it'll cause you to go back and watch the movie. It is a fun movie to watch. I, yeah, I would say go back and watch them. Uh, the sequels so far have been yeah, but uh, but the first one was uh, still a good Halloween treat. It was it was well done. Exactly. Well, folks, when we come back, we're headed into the final segment of the show. You know what that means. It's time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we did it, folks. We made it to the fourth and final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 21st. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on an 
any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, safe another day, Tone. Safe another day. All right. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. And we do care. Now, speaking of caring, we like to take this opportunity in the final segment of each show to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh as well. It is this day in history. Us in the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. This day in history. With your course, on the Christian Phoenix. Thank you, Siri. All right. Kicking off this day in history, this day in 1520, explorer Ferdinand Magellan and his fleet reach Cape Virginis and become the first Europeans to sail into the Pacific Ocean. That's a big feat. I don't know. It is a huge. Yeah, I don't know if they actually knew that that's what they were doing or where they were going. But you know what? That's what exploration's all about, right? Absolutely. You got to explore to find things. All right, speaking of finding things, this day in 1803, English scientist John Dalton reads his paper on the absorption of gases by water to Manchester Literary and Philosophical Society, the first outline of his atomic theory. And of course, without him, we wouldn't have had uh, Albert Einstein and of course, you know, the end of World War II uh, with a couple A-bombs that were dropped. Ooh, yeah. All right. Uh, moving on this day in 1805, mostly because this guy has a fun name to say. You have the Battle of Trafalgar, where British Admiral Horatio Nelson defeats combined French and Spanish fleet. Nelson is shot and killed during the battle. Ah, we need to bring back the name Horatio, right? His name is Horatio. I have a kid, Horatio Filipino San Filippo. <laughs> he's, uh, he's got a fun name, you know. Sounds a little uh, Italian. Yeah, no, just a bit. All right, moving on with this day in history, this day in 1854. Tony, if somebody is a life-saving nurse, uh, do you know the name that they've been uh, compared to? A life-saving nurse? A Betty? No, no. Uh, Florence Nightingale, with a staff of 38 nurses, is set to the Crimean, sent to the Crimean War. So if somebody says, oh, man, she's a real Florence Nightingale... It's because she was a groundbreaking nurse that uh, helped save a lot of people. Oh, well, thanks, Florence. I, I have heard of Florence Nightingale. I've heard that. So Cool. Yeah, they teach. Moving on, here's another fun name to say. This day in 1878, German Chancellor Otto von Bismarck delegates the end of social aid. socialism. Words are hard today. That's why it's yeah, Words are Hard are. Wednesday. Well, it's Wednesday. Words are Hard Wednesday. Otto von Mark, come down to my auto bar. <laughs> I have a bar down the street on LeMay. Otto, we make beer. Not quite uh, the Otto. That, uh, more like Otto from The Simpsons. Yeah, no, I know. O-T-T-O. Exactly. We have a bar down the street. Otto. <laughs> Otto. All right, Tony. Uh, authors, see if you know their work this day in 1949. Aldous Huxley, author of... How to Steal Money from the Vault Without Getting Caught. Nailed it. Uh, no, actually, Brave New World writes to congratulate George Orwell on his new novel, 1984, which we are currently living here in 
2020. So, oh yeah, no, I was gonna say we were living in 2014, but uh, okay, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's either 2014 yeah. or 2020. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I had a glitch in the system. I, I wanted it to be 2014. Right. This day in 1959, again, more fun words to say, the Guggenheim Museum, designed by Franklin Lloyd Wright, opens in New York. Nothing like a... Guggenheim! Come to my museum! It's googie good. I like it. Guggenheim. <laughs> uh, Located off in the state five. Go ahead, folks. Just try saying Guggenheim. It's a fun word Guggenheim. to say. Guggenheim. It is. It's just fun. <laughs> uh, film premiere this day in 1964. The film version of My Fair Lady, directed by George Cukor. Cukor? Cuckold. Cougar. I like him. <laughs> and starring Rex he's Harrison. A Guggen, he's a Guggenheimer. There you go. And Audrey Hepburn premieres in New York, wins the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1965, the year following. So, uh, classic movies. Sorry, I just uh, saw a picture of the next one and uh, was a little awestruck. This day in 1966, 116 children and 28 adults died as a coal waste heap slid and engulfed a school in Aberfan, South Wales. And uh, there is a picture associated with it, and it looks terrifying. Ooh. <laughs> Not my idea. Terrifying. All right. This day in 1973, sports history, World Series baseball, Oakland, Alameda County Coliseum, defending champion Oakland A's beat the New York Mets 5-2 to in Game 7 to retain the title. A's manager Dick Williams immediately quits, and MVP is A's outfielder Reggie Jackson. Back when Dick the A's... Sprinkle, man. <laughs> Back when the A's were uh, exciting to watch. Yeah, the A's this year they did make it a little fun. They got bounced in the wild card round, but they at least participated. Yeah. You know, you gotta. I don't know. I like the A's. I you always kind of hope that they do pretty good. I agree. This day in 1975, Elton John is given his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Did he have a tiny little dancer dance on it? He did, oddly enough. Very strange. Okay. Yeah, yeah had a yellow brick road good. leading up to it. <laughs> was joined by a rocket man. Oh, did he have a candle just blowing in the wind? He did. He did. Okay. Good, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moving on this day in 1979, mostly because this guy's got a bitchin' eye patch, Israeli Minister of Foreign Affairs Moshe Dayan resigns. If you don't know who I'm he is... I'm resigning, yar, because me Guggenheimer be pokey me eyeball. Yar! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, eye patches are awesome. Moving on, this day in 1982, a private funeral service is held for Bess Truman, former First Lady of the United States. Do you, do you remember that, Tony, in 1982 when you were one year old? Yeah, I popped up out of my crib and I'm like, Gultras Trubin, rest in peace, Guggenheimer. <laughs> Just like that. Just like yesterday. Just like yesterday. I had a song, theme song for it and everything. I rose like a little demon, baby. <laughs> oh, speaking of... Uh... <laughs> Demon babies? Possible demon demon babies. This day in 1992, Madonna's book Sex goes on sale. Have you seen her recently in those weird triceps she has? No. Ooh. I'm I'm actually horrified. Back in the 80s, um, my buddy uh, Rick Charles and I, we got a hold of a Playboy with her in it. Ooh. And we were stoked to see her in Playboy. Yeah, you know, we were excited to see her back in the day. That was the material girl. Hey, she back. had the hairiest... 
She had the hairiest armpits in that. I'm like, oh, did she really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, internet if you want, but yeah, dude, it scared me. I was turned off like from that day. Madonna was just not it for me. I had no interest in Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally turned off because like, I I was excited by the Like a Virgin video. I'm like, that girl's pretty. And you find a hairy armpits. That's not normal. Because <laughs> I showed you how I talk in the 80s. <laughs> All right, Tony, moving on this day in history, actually moving on to today, because it is 2014, Oscar Pistorius is sentenced to five years in prison for killing his girlfriend, Reva Steenkamp. So uh, apparently that happened earlier in the day. Oh. <laughs> You're going to jail, buddy. That button didn't work. Toasty! There you go. And then finally, this day in 2018, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is presented with the Mark Twain Prize, comedy's top honor at a ceremony in New York. Uh, also Did she do the Elaine when she won? The dance. Yeah. <laughs> Julia Gulia? Your name is Julia Gulia? That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, folks, with a couple minutes left, let's run down some of today's holidays, including a big one that uh, I don't know even if you know it's a holiday today, Tone. Holiday. Today is Back to the Future Day because it was October 21st, 1955 that uh, they went back to. Ooh, I'm going to use that in my night notes. I've been taking whatever obscure holiday it is and starting my night notes that way to annoy people. So I will do that one tonight. And that explains why today uh, Back to the Future is out in 4K today. That makes sense. That makes, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. I get it now. I know they will definitely not want to go to the future of October 21st, 2020, because it's not a good place to be. Stop! Marty! You gotta avoid 2020! Again! They wear masks! It's very terrible! <laughs> and Trump is president! All right, and running down the... Since when did you oh, wake up in physical time? <laughs> not, my finger grazed it and it went off. Ah, that's all right. Running down the rest of the holidays today, it is Apple Day, Babbling Day, Breast Reconstruction Awareness Day, Garbanzo Jeez. Bean Day, <laughs> Celebration of the Mind Day, Check Your Meds Day, Count Your Buttons Day, don't mix those two up, International <laughs> Day of the Nacho, Global... Ooh, nachos! I like them! Global Dignity Day, Hagfish Global Day, Global Dick Sprinkle Day, National Pets for Veterans Day, <laughs> Love Your Body Day, National Pumpkin oh, Cheesecake okay. Day, Reptile <laughs> Awareness Day, National we'll Support aware. Your Local Chamber of Commerce Day, and finally <laughs> National Unity Day. So, folks, yeah, check for trouser snakes, kids. There you go. Well, that does it for another Wednesday edition of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode and Florida Man. So, folks, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.